Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Uh, it's a fairly well accepted, uh, accepted research and, and knowledge, if you would, uh, that uh, young children, when they are trying to learn in school, if they're hungry, they will not learn. So the hungrier they are, the less they learn, and they will act out, whether through you know, tantrums or just mischief or simply shut down. Uh, a hungry child is a child that will not learn. Uh, I mean, we know this as a nation, and in fact, in year 2020, over 22 million children in our schools were, were eligible for a free or reduced lunch program. And so that means the government is literally saying, look, we want these children to learn, so we're going to feed them first. And they have breakfast and, and, and lunch every day. Our, our, we don't have much of that here, any of it here in our school, but the partner school we work with, St. Patrick's downtown, 75% of their students are fed breakfast uh, before they, as they come in and, and lunch. Otherwise, it would be pandemonium in the classroom. Um, so a, a hungry child will not learn. I, I suppose that's true of a hungry adult too, right? I mean, I mean, if we're hungry, we're sort of distracted by the pains of our stomach, right? And we're not going to want to learn either. And I suppose if it's true for our physical bodies, then it's got to be true also for our spiritual bodies. That if, we are, if we're hungry, um, then we will not learn. And then the question we have to ask ourselves is then, what do spiritual hunger pangs look like, and what does spiritual nourishment look like? I mean, because that's what we claim is the cornerstone. And that's the very feast day we celebrate today, is the, the feast of the body and the blood of Christ we celebrate here at this Sunday Mass uh, each and every week. Um, and we believe this, as the gospel says, this is true food and true drink. We believe this really nourishes our spiritual bodies. But, but I think we, we do it so uh, routinely that, that we forget how powerful this nourishment really is or, or how essential the nourishment is. Um, now, what do hunger pangs look like? Just for a moment so we can kind of get... Hunger pangs look like... Uh, I, I mean, they, they're, they're different in every person, I suppose. Um, but when we're, we're cranky and when we're very uh, dull in spirit, like we, we nah, nah, right? they're the signs of spiritual hungers. It's not just a mood. I mean, yes, it can be a mood swing, sure. But most often we are not nourished spiritually. We don't feel settled in our soul. When we haven't, um, somebody says something and, and does something, and we're like, ah, it's just like that feeling. Like, well, because we're, 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 like a child who's hungry. Like a child who's hungry goes like that. Like that's how they act. Like they scream and they... Ah! Hope you fed the children this morning, by the way. <laughs> but, um, but, that, but, that's what, but that's what it is. And, and so it can go even deeper. Um, a spiritual hunger is, can look like um, almost like a comatose spirit where we are dull to any any empathy in our lives. That when we have, when we're so, think of it when we're physically so hungry that we're starving, starving. We sort of just go, everything just comes to a grinding halt. We just sort of exist. And somebody says something, yeah, fine. Well, there's a spiritual version of that too. It's that we don't care. 
a suffering uh, mother or, or child suffering, that, that we look at it and we see it on television, children being killed in Ukraine. And, hmm, yeah. Next page, next, next channel. Like we, we become dull to the suffering of others. That means that our spirit is, is dull inside. Something's happened. Like we, our, our spirit is starving, so much so that we have shut out the whole world of stimulus because we can't take it anymore. So then the question is, okay, so those are some of the samples, and there's plenty more of those where spiritual pangs, spiritual hunger pangs look like. Well, what does spiritual nourishment look like? Well, we come to the Eucharist today in particular to celebrate the most uh, holy body and blood of Christ, what we used to call Corpus Christi. And we believe that what we celebrate at this table is true food. This will nourish our souls, not nourish our bodies now, nourish our souls, right? It will, it will, it will bring nourishment, nutrition to what our soul needs, that, that God loves us so much that he became one of us and gave his life for us, and he gives us his flesh for the life of the world. But when we come to the Eucharist, we don't only get that nourishment, we also get the nourishment from the Word of God, which we believe is also spiritual nourishment, that, that, that this feeds our soul, and, and that when we break open the Word of God, as I'm doing now, it's meant to it somehow stimulate, it's like saying, making something even greater from what we have nourished, that we're trying to nourish each other's soul. But that's not only the other place where we get it, it's from each other. We also get fed to the fact is that hundreds of other people have come this morning around this table on a Sunday morning when, when thousands and thousands of others have chose to stay at home. And that we get nourishment from the fact that I see you here and that you're trying to get fed and to feed. And we feed each other by our very presence because this is the other mode of the presence of Christ this Eucharist is you and me in the Word and in the bread and the wine. Those are the four modes of how we get nourished here at this very celebration each week. But you see, what happens at the end of this Mass is super, super important. When you come forward to receive the body of Christ, I mean, we don't just say, yeah, thank you. We say amen. And what you're saying amen to is you're promising to become what you receive. I promise to, be, to become the bread of life broken for others this week. And, and this is what the second letter today uh, from Paul it, it tells us about. That this is what we do. We promise to participate in the body and the blood of Christ. We promise to become that food for others in this world. Why? Because the whole world is starving spiritually. And those... those spiritual pangs of hunger I gave you earlier, you've seen that a thousand times more outside, not only in ourselves, but in plenty of other people. When you see somebody go off online and spew all sorts of hatred, spiritual hungers, it's starvation that they're speaking from. That's, I think that as a child having a tantrum because they haven't ate for two days. That's what that person is doing online. So what are we called to do? We're called to feed them with kindness, with gentleness, with charity, with love. Now, I don't know about you, if, 
unless we've been fed here and we've really been nourished, that's next to impossible to do. We can't give what we don't have. Otherwise, we too will be starved. So why we come here is to, is to strengthen ourselves to become what we receive, the body of Christ broken for others. It's a living reality that we live every single day, not just today on Sunday, the good day. We celebrate it every single day that we can how we treat every other person out here. And the irony of it is when we feed them, when we feed somebody else by being kind and gentle and by loving and forgiving, the Lord feeds us in return. So it's this constant virtuous cycle that we participate in. And then we come back here to do it together. Now surely, look, what helps during the week is if we take the Word of God and we read it in our homes. And that will give us even further nourishment. And we sing songs of, of praise and worship, sure. And we come to a daily Eucharist, yeah. But let's be clear that the Lord is promising to be with us when we promise to be the body of Christ for others. So today, as we attend to our spiritual hungers for ourselves, and we get nourishment from the table and the bread and the wine and the word and in each other gathered here, we also remember we promise to become what we receive, the body of Christ broken for others.